Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Saturday, March 18th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And today we're going to be jumping into comic books. We are, spring is in the air, almost. Uh, We're two days away from spring here in the US, and we are going to be talking about Superman for all all seasons, the spring edition. Uh, So if you don't know anything about Superman for all seasons, it's one of the more popular Superman stories of the last couple decades anyway. And it's a four issue series which covers each of the seasons, obviously starting with spring. Um, So we wanted to talk about the spring issue. Uh, It was written by Jeff Loeb and art by Tim Sale. They, They, you may know them for their work on Batman, the long Halloween, which is sort of similar to this in terms of that's focused on the holidays, whereas this is focused on the seasons. Um, And yeah, it came out in 1998 and it was a big inspiration for the TV show Smallville actually. And uh, Loeb actually went on to become a writer and executive producer of the show. And it sort of, I, it sort of covers the, the seasons mean a lot of things. It's usually set in the season and it also sort of covers that aspect of Superman's career. So the spring issue, which we'll be talking about today, sort of covers, it's not really the origin, but it covers sort of the beginning of his career, if that, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll dive right in. What'd you think of this issue, Zach? Yeah, this was a, a really good read. I have, I'd actually, before this, hadn't read it before. I've like, obviously I've heard of it, um, but so I was excited to get into it and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, like you said, it's a big inspiration for Smallville, and so there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on. A lot we got to see, like the um, the Kent farm and kind of Clark tr- trying to come into his own and figure out how can he use his powers and stuff, and you know, awkward relationship with Lana and whatnot. And um, so it did give me it gave me a lot of that um, reminded me a lot of watching Smallville and the stuff that I really enjoyed in Smallville, and so. Um, it's pretty easy to see the parallels between these two. And so I enjoyed that quite a bit. Yeah. And this, this series or mini series as a whole is sort of more a look at the character of Superman than a story about Superman, if that makes sense. So like we're learning, you learn more about why Superman is the way he is. So this is set in the spring of his senior year of high school you know, he's about to graduate. He apparently recently learned that he's an alien and, um, you know, he's sort of dealing with that. He's still getting like stronger by the day. You know, he's not full on Superman, but he's just learning about his powers and and everything that he can do and trying to figure out what to do with them. Yeah. And it's as much, like you said, it's, it's kind of weird to read a whole Superman comic where, he doesn't really do it. Like there's one part where there's a, a twister and he like saves one person, but that's like basically the only thing we see. Well, I guess towards the end he saves a kid too, but um, there's not a whole lot of Superman esque action. Like you said, it's really more a study of the character and why, why he is the way he is. And really Jonathan Kent is the main character of this first issue. Um, it's his voice that's narrating the whole thing. And it, it's kind of like trying to get into his psyche of why he tried to raise Clark the way he did and the kind of the values he was trying to instill in him. Yeah. And that's one of the cool things about this series. Well, when we get to the other seasons, we'll talk about that too. But 
you know, each each issue is narrated by someone different. And it's really cool to see Jonathan Kent's perspective on, you know, his adoptive son who is unlike anything anyone has seen before. And he doesn't know, you know, he doesn't always, he's doing the best job he can. He doesn't always know what he's doing, but uh, it's really impressive the way both the Kents raise him and sort of instill in him values and everything like that. Yeah. And it's cool too, that he recognizes like that, that Clark needs to move on. Like he understands why he moves on to Metropolis after he graduates, but he understands that the fact that he landed in Smallville and didn't really, you know, he was able to kind of sort of live out of the spotlight and really grow up and learn his powers and abilities before coming out to the world. As it were, it's Jonathan Kent recognizes that how good that is and tries to, you know, tries to protect Clark from that as long as possible. Yeah, absolutely. And it shows why Smallville is, you know, the the city is so important. Mm. Um, Yeah. And so, so this whole thing is basically set in Smallville and we get to see, you know, the small town, really small town vibe. You know, they've got, looks like they basically got one road that is the city, you know, one Mm -hmm. little a uh, couple street corners there and yeah we also get to see his friends although he seems really close to lana mm-hmm. but you know pete just seems like he sort of hangs out with him it didn't seem like you know quite a a classic friendship but you know he hung out with him yeah pete pete comes off almost as just like almost a jerk kind of but he's like right, right. he's just kind of like he's got his head sort of in the clouds he's dreaming of being rich and moving to a big city and whatnot and so he's more he's more like a contrast to like this is what a normal kid growing up in a small town should be thinking about and we just get to see like how different clark is because of you know what his priorities are and how his parents raised him right almost and you know he's got it doesn't seem like a big burden but it is a bit of a burden to him like he you know what's he gonna do he's so different from everyone else um what's he gonna you know what he does with his decides to do with his life is much more important than a normal kid yeah and one of the one of the small little details that like really shows how small of a town smallville is in this setting like even more so than the tv show smallville they're like do you think that lex luther guy is real like they read about him in the newspaper and they think he's just made up like he can't be a real person (laughs) so i thought that was really interesting right in this well in the time it was it was set, you know, in the 90, late 90s, you know, you wouldn't just be able to get online and read about Lex Luthor and, or right. watch interviews about him. Obviously, you know, you'd maybe see him on the TV once in a great while or read something that one of his companies did in the newspaper. Yeah. But yeah, the, the big sort of thing in this issue, sort of the main catalyst, the only real action and sort of the important thing for Clark is was that tornado that you mentioned. Um, you know, it sort of goes through and destroys most of Smallville, you know, the buildings and everything. And he does save that one person. Uh, but he does talk about later, you know, what if, what if I could have done more, you know, what if I could have stopped all of this and, you know, what should I do about that? That is what sort of pushes him. You know, we don't see it necessarily, but we know that's what pushes him to becoming Superman. Yeah. And it's, like the voice of Jonathan Kent during that that scene where he is being like tossed about in the tornado and say he saves one person he says this is when our son became a man and so like you said it re- it is a real turning point and you know Jonathan Kent recognizes it as that too 
Yeah, and that's a really cool moment. It's kind of sad, you know, because he's, you know, he knows it's going to, his son's going to move to the big city and, or, or somewhere and sort of get away from Smallville, but he knows it's, it's what's best for him. It's time for him. Yeah. And that's, it's that classic kind of super, it's that motivation behind Superman that I really, really liked about Smallville. Like after that, he goes to the pastor and like, even though he saved somebody, he like, he feels this huge weight upon him that he didn't save more people. And he's like, is it, is it bad that like, what if a man could save more people and didn't like, does that make him a bad person? And so it's just like, that is that core value of Superman that really defines him as a character and makes him a really, really interesting character, I think. Right. And that's what makes him, what makes things so hard for him is like, you know, you save this guy's life. It seems the town's okay. Obviously there's a lot of, a lot of damage to properties. I don't think anybody was hurt, at least that they mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, but he still feels a burden, you know, like these people's homes are messed up. These people's businesses are messed up because maybe, and maybe I could have stopped it. Right. Yeah. So, the, I mean, that's the gist of the story. We do see, you know, I like that, you know, you can find some Smallville things in this, but there was also a cool nod to the 1978 Superman movie where he's racing next to a train and then just sort of jumps right in front of it. I almost wonder if Lois Lane, a young Lois Lane was in that train yeah. watching. That's what makes me curious. Uh, but I thought that was a cool little nod to the movie. Yeah. So then um, the end, he, he ends up in Metropolis and he's, you know, kind of full on Superman. He's got the suit and I think one of the kids like, hey, cool suit. And he's like, thanks, my mom made it, uh, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. This is, it's, I, would, I don't know that I'd call this, this series cheesy, but it's like just a heartwarming sort of yeah. feel good. Um, it's a great thing to understand Superman's character and you don't just see him, you know, whatever flying around doing normal superman things it's really a look at at why he is what he is yeah um so but we see at the end though that lex we get introduced to lex luther who in this one this is the red-haired lex luther with hair um and we kind of get teased at the fact that maybe some not so nice things are going to happen to superman in the summer in the next issue Uh, so i'm interested to see that unfold yeah, and it's a nice, cool. It's like, it's a nice, cool setup. But I wouldn't say that there's like a continual flow. It's sort of jumping around at the time at parts of, at parts of Superman's life. So we see him as a high school senior, and then we don't see him again until he's full on Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a really cool uh, contrast. You know, he's already on the scene. We don't, you know, we don't see how he got the cape, although we we find out, um, or how he decided to wear a costume or anything like that. It just, again, it's not telling the, the origin of Superman. It's telling the why of Superman. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. That's why, you know, so many people point to this when, you know, if you want to find out more about Superman and why he's not a boring character, even though this isn't the best, you know, the most action-heavy drama or anything like that. That's why it, it's cool to read about. Right, because you get people, I'm, I'm sure you've had people I have that are like, well, Superman, he's like, that's not cool. He has all the powers, like, there's nothing interesting about him. He can just stop anybody. Right. Like, I'm like, well, yeah, read this one. I think that'll hopefully change your mind a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he's not just, he's not just superpowered. He can't just do everything. You right. know, there's, and there's that's limits the, for him. Right. That's where the real conflict comes in. That's where the real drama comes in is that he wants to be able to do everything and he can't. 
Right. And it also shows the relatability of, you know, a lot of people think, well, if, if you know, if a character's got superpowers, he can't be relatable. Yeah. But like, uh, I remember there was an interview from Jeff Johns last year talking about Clark Kent's just a kid who wants to, to do the right thing, move to the big city and do the right thing. And like, that's the most relatable thing in the world. Right. And so that's what, you know, it's really cool. This really explores that you can relate to Superman in this, you know, he's not just using, you know, we rarely see any superpowers being used yeah. or anything like that. So he's relatable in a different way. Yeah. Uh, what'd you think of the art is the last thing. So uh, I don't want this to sound like, and I don't mean this in a bad way at all, but it's almost like a kid book art. Like it's not, you don't see like, you don't see any gore or anything definitely. And you don't see like, even when he is Superman, it's not like the crazy defined musculature that you would like put on a poster on your wall or something. It's less, less well-defined, more softer edges. Like the big blocky. Yeah. And so, but I think that works perfectly well for this story because it, it almost is like a kid story. It's the story of this kid who is Clark Kent, who is growing up to be um, Superman. And this is more, this is really like super classic Superman. So it looks like kind of older style drawings of him. Um, and since this is the origins of him, to me, that makes sense. And I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. So a lot of people are mixed on Tim Sale in general, you know, as an artist. And I wasn't a huge fan of his art in The Long Halloween you know, but for this, I think it works. That style works because it's sort of like you were alluding to. It's sort of a a, a timeless classic feel to this story. Yeah. Like this story could have happened in 1938. It could have happened in 1986. It could have happened um, today. It's sort of a timeless classic feel, and it also sort of gives like the the wide open, spacious view of Smallville. Yeah. You know, we get you know we get the one sunset scene where Jonathan's staring at the sunset you know it's sort of I I think it really works for the story and just sort of adds to the emotion whereas um in other stuff this art might not work but I think it does fit this story yeah definitely all right well that is all we've got for today again uh Superman for all seasons is definitely worth checking out we will get to the other issues later uh closer to their time of year uh but just a cool look at Superman Uh, Thanks for listening. We'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. And make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.